and it's just another thing that we've normalized, I guess, as a society because it's so common. And there are so many things in our environment that are harming our body. And then our body then speaks through things like acne that expresses that something is internally off. podcast this is your host Lee Heenan today I am going to be discussing my acne journey a little bit how I cleared it up this episode is just going to be for anyone who struggles with acne like debilitating acne that literally impacts their whole sense of confidence and just basically impacts their whole entire life because I get it like I've been there I get it it took me years to get to the bottom of this shit and when I say I have tried everything I have tried everything and the biggest takeaway for today is just gonna be basically our skin is a reflection of within and I'm gonna go through everything that I've learned and everything that I've applied but again just want to say I'm not a professional always seek out professional advice from your doctor your naturopath your functional practitioner, whoever it is that you go to and feel most comfortable with, go to them before applying any of the stuff that I'm going to be speaking about today. Because this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. And what 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 might work for me might not work for someone else. So quickly, the thing that I'm owning my shit for today, if you're new here, I do a segment called Owning Your Shit that is like a moment of me being vulnerable and basically addressing something that keeps coming up in my life that I probably need to share. Last week it was the phone. I am in Bali right now, so who knows? It could be something completely different, but I've probably done this before, but fuck, it really just something that I just haven't seemed to gone better at is learning to reply then and there. Don't read the message and then allow yourself to mentally, mentally reply and then not reply to the person. Not call them back. It's annoying. It's rude, Lily. It's really rude. So make sure that when you read the message, you reply when you can because it's fucking annoying. Also, opening all of your text messages so you don't have like 500 different text messages and then you just get overwhelmed because your phone is just filled with so much unnecessary messages and emails and apps and photos. So delete it then and there. Let's get into the episode, girls and boys. So for anyone who struggled with acne, or who is dealing with it now, you know how debilitating it can be. And this is pretty controversial to say, but I'm going to say it. Acne is not normal. It's not normal. Now, let me elaborate on that for a second, because when I'm saying, when I'm going to be talking about my acne experience, what I'm meaning when I'm saying that it's not normal is your whole face literally covered with acne all around your chin, all around your cheeks, your forehead, because that's once where I was it's not normal okay like it's completely different to say like I'm not when I'm saying that acne isn't normal I'm not speaking about just like maybe a little breakout here and there or a little pimple appearing that's completely normal some people may disagree but I think that no skin is perfect right and we shouldn't shame anyone but I'm speaking about two completely different things in terms of like maybe a little breakout in your whole, whole face literally being covered in acne um And 
it doesn't mean that it doesn't suck and it doesn't mean that anyone should feel shame or embarrassed or any less of a person because of acne or a breakout. But as someone who has quite literally struggled on and off with acne and hormone or acne ever since the age of 14 and I'm now 24, I get it. Like I wholeheartedly get it. But I'm still going to sit here and say that it's not normal and it's just another thing that we've normalized, I guess, as a society because it's so common and there are so many things in our environment that are harming our body and then our body then speaks through things like acne that expresses that something is internally off. It's exactly the same type of conversation around what Jordan was saying on our episode together in terms of IBS because as a society, we've normalized IBS because it's so common And we've now made it attractive for people saying, oh, hot girls have IBS. No, IBS is not normal. It's not something that we should celebrate and it's not something that we should convince people that they have to live with this for the rest of their life. No. And then again, it's not something that we should shame people for. But then again, it's not. It's our body's way of something saying something is off. We need to address it and it's coming from our environment. Yes, there's always that small percentage that genes play a role in our health. But like I say all the time, genes are the gun, environment and lifestyle pull the trigger. Some health professionals are going to say that it's normal to get some sort of acne when we're going through hormonal changes such as puberty and menopause. And I think yes, but then that's like, you know, it's, it's also a different story because there's so many changes going in in our body. But it's different when you're 23 years old and you're still struggling with acne. At what point do you then go, my body is trying to say something to me. I need to listen. Something that I'm doing in my lifestyle, my life, my routine, it's not working. It took me years and years and years to get to the point where I'm happy with my skin and to figure out what actually was going on and what was triggering my And I'm obviously going to talk about what I do to keep my acne under control in a second. But I literally even remember like boys in high school who they would call girls rice wobble face because they had a face full of makeup and a face full of acne. And even just things, hearing people say stuff like that, you just, it creates this subconscious, you know, belief that you're not lovable and that you feel less of a person because of your acne and I get it. And it can be so annoying when you're so self-conscious about it as well. When people, I know they try and make you feel better about it, but when people say stuff like, oh, everyone gets pimples. Really? Well, why? Why was I like 22 years old and my face was flaring up? That's not normal. Why do my friends' faces not look like that? And it And it's so interesting, right? Because I think I was literally speaking about this to someone the other day. Like I have to be so strict and cautious. Otherwise my body shows up in different symptoms and reactions if I'm not looking after myself, whether that's acne, irregular periods, PMDD symptoms, ADHD symptoms, all the things. And she said, you know, like, I just don't get it. You work so hard on yourself to improve yourself. And every now and then, like, you still will struggle with these symptoms. And again, it's if I'm not doing those things, I will. But if I'm doing all the right things, I won't. And that's because I put in the work with my lifestyle and slowly try and change things in my environment. But what I think in that statement, because I think some people believe that, like, oh, why do you experience all this stuff and you're trying to do all these things? But then, like, someone else who could be completely not looking after themselves, um, they don't seem to have any 
symptoms or, you know, they're not struggling with hormonal issues or acne. And I'm like, yes, that's true. But that person who might be eating like shit all the time and not living, you know, an environment, living a lifestyle true to themselves and looking after themselves, they might be battling with depression. They might have gut issues. They might have IBS. They might have sleep issues. They might have eczema. They might have asthma. They might have or be developing an autoimmune under the scenes. They might get cancer when they're older. They might they may get dementia when they're older. I think that we can't really say that because I think all of these effects and health issues that we're seeing as society are a result of our environment, right? But what may manifest for me and my body is going to look different for somebody else. But I think it's all kind of from similar situations and things in our environment and how our society lives with stress and trauma and the way that we've progressed and our technology and what our food system's like and our water and all the things and like all of our nutrient deficiencies. It's it's everything. But it might show, might show up for you. Like for someone listening right now, it could be endometriosis. But for me, it's PCOS and acne. See what I mean? Like it's just they're different, but it's the same. I think personally anyway. So my acne story, when did it start? I honestly noticed it. Like I remember, I think it was around the similar time that I actually started to have really regular periods at like 14. Because I think I got my first period when I was like 11 or 12. And then I didn't get it for a year. And I remember everyone at the time saying, oh, that's normal. Like, you know, your body might not be regulating itself because it's going, you know, you're in puberty, but then it like still didn't regulate itself and blah, blah, blah. And yeah, people just saying that like, it's normal to have acne when you're this old. But I remember my acne was just like, my whole face was covered in it and it just like didn't get better. And I think that was around 14. And this is another one of those things. Like I started off going down the Western medicine path. Like I did rounds of medication, antibiotics, birth control, Like I think at one point I even wanted to go on Accutane, but my doctor, like looking back, I'm glad they didn't let me go on it. But at the time I desperately wanted it. Like, so if you're anyone who's going down that path or wants to go down that path, I get it. Like I've literally been there. And when I speak about these things, like even though going down that path for my skin isn't for me, like I'm more like natural and root cause for a lot of like my health stuff doesn't mean that it's the right or wrong answer it doesn't mean that you can't do whatever you want or you should feel shame for going down that path if that's what you want to do but like this is my journey and my acne story okay so you, you just take whatever you want from this but I did it all and I think that's why I'm so passionate about holistic medicine and functional medicine and a root cause because I did everything traditionally what the doctors told me to do what the nurses told me to do what the dermatologist told me to do it was just you know basically these are your genes here's medication little did I know at the time it was like literally screwing up my microbiome my immune system you know I remember my coach turning around and saying to me like who knows maybe the years that you were on antibiotics has completely ruined your gut and as a result it's manifesting as ADHD symptoms because there is a link there like wow (laughs) they didn't tell me that like it's not hard to fucking flip your birth control or my birth control warning risks and lists even like Accutane is it Accutane or Roaccutane I don't know are they they the same I don't know or even like medication and see the countless side effects that it has on our body but 
we just all want a quick fix. We want a Band-Aid and I get that. I've been there. I really do. But I tried all of that and I don't know how, but I started being really interested in like the natural stuff. I actually think like I was already interested in it prior because I remember going down the path to supplements and doing different things and seeing a naturopath. But I remember my friend Grace Attard at the time, love you, Gracie. She said, oh my God, I've, like I can't, I think we were like, what, 17 or something. She said, I've come off birth control. I'm like, what? Why? And she said, I've just read this book and you have no idea the effect that this is having on our body and the side effects, but no one's speaking about it. And then on, I just went down this like fucking rabbit hole of like the impact that birth control is having on women and how like, I don't want to say bad because it has its time and place, but the side effects of this thing is crazy and every woman every woman has the right to know what it's potentially doing to their body. Anyway, after going down, you know, the Western medicine path, I started, you know, trialing and erring with supplements through naturopaths and Chinese medicine. And like even then before doing this, I had spent thousands and thousands on skincare, on facials, on all the things. Again, time and a place because it definitely helped like – from um like externally not internally but then again I don't think that you should be having a 10,000 step skincare routine that really at the end of the day is probably disrupting your hormones anyway because a lot of the stuff that we see and put on our skin gets absorbed and then obviously like our body speaks to us you know like our skin is our detox pathway. So if you're getting acne, it can be a sign of like, oh my God, my liver, something's going on with my liver. I'm trying to get all this shit out of my body. Therefore, it's showing up as acne. You know, I cut out different food groups, gluten, dairy. Trust me, I did everything. Um, How I got my acne under control. Okay. Um, I know I've already touched on it but I've written here that I just wanted to make it clear that there's no shame in medication but if you go to a dermatologist or you go to a doctor they're going to give you medication and you're going to come off it and it's going to come right back I learned that the hard way after doing rounds and rounds and rounds of different types of medication and being on different pills and all the things but if you need that right now and that's journey that is so fine I get it I've been down that path And sometimes you just want to take the thing and not worry about it and worry about it another day. And I did that. So I get it. But after so long and learning about all these different like medicines and holistic medicines, it just felt so out of alignment with me to put something in my body that I knew had a lot of side effects. And most medications do that we take ruins our gut health, our mood, our hormones, everything. So I just started to educate myself on a root cause approach. And that's kind of basically how I keep my un- my acne under control. It always comes back to a root cause approach. And I know this is annoying to hear, especially when you feel like you've done everything, but good skin starts within. And I think the key foundations of health that play a massive role on my acne is nutrition, movement, sleep stress management nutrition deficiencies sunlight and hydration but just you know the basic things about hydration that not a lot of us know is filtering your water and making sure your water has minerals in it so 
the way that I make sure that my water has minerals in it is I add saltic salt. And it really is just like educating yourself on what actually works because, you know, for a lot of people, they think that six hours of sleep a night is fine. That's all they need. No, we need to be having, I think it's like seven to nine hours of sleep every night. And even stress management, a lot of people, you know, they don't um, understand that there's different types of stress. Like stress isn't just what you think it is. Like there are other forms of stress. It's not just emotional. So like, for example, there's physical stress, which is overworking, excessive exercise, chemicals, junk food, accidents, surgery. There's environmental stress, pollution, noise, temperature, extremes, electromagnetic fields. So like EMF, like constantly, you know, being exposed to your wife, to your um, phone, not turning off your Wi-Fi at night, using um, wireless headphones, toxins, there's biological stress, illness, allergies, pain, chronic disease, hormonal changes, aging, malnutrition, there's sociological, marriage, moving, work, daily hassles, caring for an ill loved one, loss, financial worries, birth, death, and then there's psychological, so anger, fear, anxiety, frustration, negative thoughts, depression, sadness, grief. It's not just emotional, it's all of those things. And I need to do a whole other episode on stress, but stress is obviously just so much deeper than what we understand. And I think the supplements that made, so in terms of supplements, the biggest supplements that made the biggest difference is magnesium, which I will leave in the description notes that I take, a B complex of vitamin D and having raw beef liver. Go and Google the nutrition information for just taking a little bit of beef, raw beef liver every day, the amount of amazing um, vitamins and minerals it has in it. Like it's just unbelievable. Toxin control. So really educating myself on the stuff that I put on my skin. It's, you know, slow, making slow changes over time. So I know that I speak about this a lot, but if you are new here, you know, it's just like realizing that everything that we put on our skin gets absorbed and a lot of it disrupts our hormones, disrupts our health. So, and for me, my skin was mainly hormonal. So not spraying perfume directly onto my skin, replacing a lot of plastic stuff in my home to, you know, glass containers or a wooden chopping, chopping board, replacing something like um, a fabric softener filled with endocrine disruptors to just vinegar, swapping my soap, body wash to just a soap bar, swapping just the good old Colgate toothpaste to a natural toothpaste with no fluoride in it because fluoride is a neurotoxin really limiting my skincare and there's also an app that you can use it's called yucca you scan the product it tells you whether or not it's okay and how many harmful chemicals and ingredients it has in it. Like even the other day I was at the supermarket and I needed a new shampoo and conditioner and I was standing there scanning the products and there was one that I found that was like, I think it was like a 90 out of a hundred rating. Like it was mainly all green 
educating myself on the different areas of my face and what that means. So for me, it was mainly cheeks and chin. Like chin area means there's something off hormonally and it's a hormonal imbalance. And then like your cheek area is like gut and liver. I also supplement with a um, product called NAC. It's a liver support. And it's also been shown to be just as beneficial as taking antidepressants for those who struggle with PMDD, which I do. Happy days because I've just had another period with no PMDD symptoms. And again, why? Because I address my lifestyle. And I think that the biggest thing, like my coach was explaining to me, that people with PMDD often have a vitamin B deficiency and that their liver's off. And that's exactly what was going on with me. I fixed up that. I'm supplementing with the right stuff. And through nutrition, I'm not having those symptoms, which is amazing. I also sleep with a silk pillowcase every night. I don't use that much skincare. I have a cleanser and sometimes I'll put like a ceremony or an oil. That's it. I think less is more. And like I said before, really educate yourself on the ingredients. I also have noticed a big difference with gluten, like cutting out gluten as much as I can. And I know when I'm not doing all of these things, when I'm not filtering out my water, when I'm having too much alcohol, when I'm not eating right, when I'm not prioritizing sleep and stress management and I'm not getting proper hydration. What was I saying? When I'm not doing all of the right things, my skin breaks out. Like I don't want to jinx myself, but maybe when I'm in Bali, who knows? Like I'll be living my life. I'll be eating what I want to eat, probably drinking alcohol, Maybe my sleep will get disrupted because we might be going out. I don't know. But oftentimes when I was living that way, my skin was breaking out. And like skin is our like a detox pathway. So another big thing that's really helped me is if I'm not doing a few hot Pilates or hot strength classes a week, I'm doing a few saunas a few times a week, which has drastically improved my skin because again, it decreases inflammation and acne is inflammation and it also like is a great way to detox. And one of my Pilates instructors actually said her name's Dagmar, the best person alive. <laughs> She's just an absolute vibe. I remember her also saying in like one of our classes that um, sweating is um, a natural Botox. So that's another great thing that it can be used for. Also, just like really educating yourself on nutrition. And there's so much mixed knowledge and information out there. But like, again, trust me when I say that I've tried everything, keto, vegetarian. Um, I tried fully being, you know, like I've tried to follow a carnivore diet, um, fully cutting out gluten and dairy, everything. Like I have dairy now. I just like limit the gluten. Now I eat more of an animal-based diet with a mixture of plants and different herbs and stuff because where I sit and what's best for my body is I think like that what works for me is having and everyone's different, right? But I think most people would benefit off living that way. Um, just having like a combination of everything in their diet, good quality. And I think that like again, good quality food like just educating yourself to eat grass-fed instead of like just standard meat and animal products from the supermarket because we know how the animal rate is raised impacts our health and our environment it's a little thing like i used to have cage-free eggs thinking that they were best and then learning not that long ago that we actually want pasture raised eggs because they're not 
like confined in these spaces and they're like grown up on land instead of being like boxed in eating grains and just yeah um and I think like there's a girl that I follow who I love like I literally screenshotted this because I think I did go down the path of like wanting to be more plant-based like even and like the almond milk that I was drinking, like when I was drinking almond milk, just like flipping over the bottle and seeing how much shit is in this almond milk that yes, has a direct link to my skin. Like the amount of seed oils and preservatives and the added things in there that most people's bodies don't agree with. Just like educating yourself on those things. I do have like a holistic nutritionist coming on Um in a few weeks so I am going to speak about like a lot of this stuff with her because again I'm not a professional but I remember like it was just making small switches at the time like maybe you are plant-based or you want to drink almond milk but like there was a specific almond milk brand I think it was called Pure Harvest that only had good quality ingredients in it like it was like filtered water almond salt I think there was like two other things instead of having like seed oils in it and added flavors and gums and this and that that yes have an impact on us anyone anyone who says that they don't (laughs) unfollow them but like even like I've I've I'm drinking real cow's milk now organic cow's milk and when I can I'm gonna be like try raw milk I still haven't got it yet I'm like a little bit scared but I really want to do it but I've screenshotted this I wanted to read it out to you It takes the life of one animal, one cow, to feed family for 9 to 12 months. It also takes 15,000 or so bees to die to make one bottle of almond milk. Animals need to die for humans to live, so it does come down to intentional choices, which is where vegans have the right idea but the wrong execution. The avocado industry kills more animals per year than anyone could imagine, but cows and livestock feed more people for less deaths. Be intentional with your food choices, and you ultimately end up eating a whole balanced diet-focused around me she also said like i put this up on my stories the other day don't blame milk for what its pasteurization is doing to you don't blame the meat for what for the way the animal was treated and the way it's fed is doing to you don't blame the sun for what the artificial blue light your toxic diet and skincare is doing to you don't blame eggs for what the modern chicken's diet is doing to their yolk content don't blame sugar for the impact to your toxic environment on you don't blame the grain for what the glyphosate and GMOs are doing to you. Don't blame butter slash animal fats for the effects of PUFAs are doing to you. I just find that stuff so interesting and that's so true. And I used to cook with seed oils and vegetable oils. I don't. After learning the impact that they're having on us, then I switched to an olive oil. And then learning that it's best to not heat olive oil you want to be cooking with butter or ghee. So now I cook with organic butter and ghee. Like it's just, we're constantly learning and evolving and trialing error what works for you. And I just think that these things are really what work best for me. And I think if you're someone who's sitting here, who's got all of these problems, all of these health problems, and your ego is so in the way of maybe reaching optimal health, I just want you to ask Maybe the thing that you believe or the thing that you're doing, maybe it's not working for you. Maybe the carnivore diet that you're following, yet you're still experiencing acne, maybe that's not working for you. Maybe the vegan or the vegetarian diet that you're following, but you're still experiencing hormonal issues, hormonal issues, skin issues, period issues, 
maybe that's your body's way of saying that like it's not working for you. If you are training a certain way at the gym, yet you're constantly fatigued, you're not seeing any progress, you know, I think that there's always, you always need to sit down and check in with yourself. Like, is this actually working with me? Ditch the ego and just like really reflect and I think also who you follow on social media is really important. <clears throat> Just with like education wise, like no hate to Alex Earl. Like she is quite, you know, popular right now. And she like there was a lot of people duetting and stitching her video. Like she said that, um, you know, she was trying to say that acne is normal. But then she went on Roaccutane and now her acne skin and her skin is clear and a lot of like functional practitioners and doctors and naturopaths and stuff were stitching the video going hang on let's stop normalizing acne because it's not normal and two you shouldn't be promoting something like this because the side effects just like outweigh the fact that you've got clear skin at the moment but it's just going to come straight back and then I think I heard someone say that like Alex Earl goes out a lot and she drinks like all the time. I think like that's just another thing. I don't know. I actually don't know. I can't say that she she does. I don't follow her. This is just like stuff that I have heard on the internet. So again, this might not even be true. But I think like anyone, if you are, yes, I was at a place one time in my life where I was drinking every weekend, but then was crying victim of, ugh, why am I seeing all of these symptoms in my body? Well, (laughs) Willie. That's why, that's why you're seeing all of these symptoms doll. And again, it's not just one thing. It's a combination, it's a combination of all. And I can't put one thing down to the fact that I have clear skin or my skin is a lot better than what it used to be. I can't say, oh, it's because I'm supplementing with this product or because I'm filtering my water. Everything that I've listed there is why my skin has gotten better. And it is, and I, there will, there's definitely more things that I've probably forgotten But I think that just what I've spoken about today is a good starter on the things that you could do to help better your skin. Okay. I hope that that's helped a little bit. If this, these type of conversations do align with you and you want to get on top of your skin and you can afford someone like a coach, go and reach out to Jordan, go and reach out to Laura. Like I've worked with Laura and I had Jordan on the podcast, like two great people who are so educated in this stuff and will get to the root of your problem, like acne, okay? If you can afford it or go and follow them, take like tips that they share and apply it to your life. Another great podcast is Mari Llewellyn's Pursuit of Wellness. She speaks a lot about everything that I've just spoken about. She has been down the same path with her acne journey. And then she started applying all this stuff. You know, um, she follows like more of an animal-based diet. She's cut out seed oil. She's really focused on toxin control. Like, you know, real nutrition, real health, like stress management, addressing her nutrient deficiencies, having filtered water all of the things and her skin has gotten better. So I hope that helped. If you have any questions, send me a message. Wait, did I talk about Celtic sea salt in my water? I think that that's been a massive thing for me is putting Celtic salt in my water every day for minerals. That's been a massive thing for my skin. Yeah, I think that's about it. I also, I'm really trying to focus on organic produce now. 
So we'll see the effect that that has. And yeah, I um, send this to someone who you think, you know, might get something out of listening to this podcast if they're struggling with acne. And even like it doesn't have to even be acne. I think this can also be applied to eczema or any health related issue. Just like the basics that we often forget. You know, even like 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 um, breathing and the fact that I mouth tape every night. I also think that learning how to breathe pop- properly is, you know, when we breathe through our nose, that's it's connected to our immune system instead of breathing out of our mouth, which is more likely to make us sicker because our mouth doesn't have the things that it needs, like the nose doves that blocks out and filters out all the nasty bacteria and bugs. It's all the things. Sunlight first thing in the morning has made a massive difference. Really trying to regulate my nervous system through breath work and meditation and having a good nighttime routine to ground myself. Anyway, that's all I have time for this week. If I can think of anything else that I've done, I'll share it to my story. So go and follow me on the What Would You Know pod on Instagram. And if there's more that I can think about, I'll make another like a completely new episode. I hope that's helped. I hope you have the best week. Remember to um, rate and review the show only if you like listening, of course. Send this to someone who is struggling in their skin journey who might not have even heard any of this stuff before. But yeah, remember. And this is like a massive thing that's tied into this episode. Is nothing changes if nothing changes. Mm-hmm.